two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show, the best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave today. A uh, fun show. Uh, We're going to talk a lot of uh, bull riding. Parker Bredding set to join us in about 15 minutes. The uh, four-time... Ram circuit final champ from uh, Montana, who's headed up to Alaska this week and uh, will uh, be a part of Rodeo Alaska and uh, the PRCA bull riding on Saturday night. Now, I know we had him on last week, but we had a ton of audio issues. But uh, Frank Koloski will join us from Alaska here in about 40 minutes, and uh, we'll talk about the big bull riding this weekend up there in uh, the last frontier. So, uh, we'll talk to Frank about that as uh, as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we've also got a poll question you can weigh in on. What should MSU B do? And we'll talk about it more here in a second. Should MSU Billings add football and stay Division Two? Should uh, MSU B not add vo- football, stay D2, or drop down to the NAI and uh, the Frontier? You can vote at Jay Walker Sports. And uh, we'll leave it up for uh, till tomorrow. But uh, Jeff Welsh, uh, the columnist for uh, 406mtsports.com, has an article up today, uh, uh, an opinion page about it up today. And uh, he thinks football should be added. I'll give you my thoughts here in a second. But uh, on this day in history is on the way and uh, much more. You can watch live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. And uh, a whole lot more. We had a lot of fun with Montana Pearson yesterday. Uh, East Helena's uh, sophomore who won a division title. If you missed it, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com and uh, and check it out there. Uh, so we'll get to uh, the MSUB deal here in a second. But there was some news out of the Big Sky Conference today. And that is that the uh, President's Council along with the uh, Student Advisory Committee, Student Athlete Advisory Committee, uh, decided that the transfer uh, policy, intra-conference transfer policy, would be rescinded uh, immediately. Now, what this means is that you can transfer within the conference. Like you can transfer from northern Colorado to Weber State, Montana State to Sac State, for instance, and you don't have to sit out a year. You can go and compete right away. Now, this is a big deal. I, I, I kind of like it. I think it's cool that uh, the Big Sky is doing this. The NCAA did a one-time, one-year deal because of COVID and all that. Um, but the, the Big Sky is saying, hey, look, we're going to do this all the time. So you can, you can play 
or go to school like uh, in Bozeman, Montana State, and say, you know what, it's not a, it's not the right fit for me. And then you can transfer to a Portland State or Idaho State or wherever, and you don't have to sit out a year. So you don't lose an, a year of eligibility. Well, you wouldn't lose a year of eligibility anyway, but you don't lose that year of nothing. Like uh, Fallon Frigi, uh, who we had on last week, who nobody heard because of audio issues, and we'll get back on maybe next week. Um, but Fallon, for instance, transferring from North Dakota, or a Claire Lundberg, who transferred as well, to Montana State, but Fallon would not have had to sit out a year, and she would have been able to compete right away at Montana State, for instance. So there you go. I, I Like I said, I think it's kind of a cool deal, and uh, kudos to the Big Sky for doing that and uh, and being one of the first to do that. That's, that's really cool. So there you go. Uh, let's see what else. Um, all right, let's get to the, the 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 big one. And you can vote at Jay Walker Sports uh, on the Twitter. Should MSU be reinstate football? Well, Jeff Welsh, columnist, four hundred six mtsportscom said that uh, MSU B is really in. Uh, 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 they've hit a fork in the road, is basically what Jeff said. And it's got three uh, three different forks to take. And he said that, you know, it's the middle fork is where they're at. This is Jeff Welsh, 406antisports.com. Um, another fork is to come back to the NAI or throttle back to the NAI, which is his words. Um, you fit right in with Rocky. You'd fit right in in Montana, of course, with the Montana schools, and then there'd be six. Um, and then the third is to reinstate what took was taken away in 1978, and that is football. And he thinks football should be brought back. Now, it's not something new. MSUB's been thinking about this for a while. A bunch of former Eastern Montana college players have... Uh, it's called the big huddle. And for over a decade, they want have tried to get football back. And they probably should. I know at one point there was some land uh, out in on the west side of Billings that was uh, either purchased or could have been purchased for football. Um. Jeff Welsh uses the example of CSU Pueblo down in uh, Pueblo, Colorado, bringing back football in 2008. And basically it's become really good in the RMAC. Now the RMAC is fantastic as it is. And before even Pueblo came into play, I mean, Mesa State was really good. Uh, Shadron State, um, you might remember the name. Danny Woodhead, who lit up Montana State back in 2006 and had a pretty good NFL career. Uh, but Pueblo added football back in uh, 2008, 23 years after they got rid of it, and now they're doing well. So here's my thoughts. I think it needs to be brought back. I think football has to be back at MSUB. Now, does that mean they stay at the D2 level? 
or do they drop to the NAI? Money-wise, it makes more sense probably to add football and drop down to the NAI level and join the Frontier Conference in all sports. Um, you save money because you're not going to Alaska. You're not in the GNAC. And you're in a really good football conference and a great basketball conference and other sports as well. You've got softball. Now, here's the problem. You have baseball. Nobody in the frontier has baseball. So what would they do there? Well, you can do different things. You can do a lot. If you don't add football and drop back to the frontier of the NAI, that's fine. But I think if you if you drop back to the NAI and you save money, you have natural rivalries already, especially in the Magic City. And and then the NAI or and then the Frontier has another team to schedule in all sports. Now, I think that's that's the way I would go. What would you do? You can vote at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. Uh, you can uh, email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can call in, text in. What would you do if you're MSUB? Remember, I remember moving here in 2013, and the talk was, should Carroll College go to the D2 level and join the GNAC? Which, at the time, you know, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to both. Staying NAI or moving up to D2, same thing for MSUB. Now, the big deal is MSUB has to, has to add football. Would it be a great addition to the frontier without? Absolutely. But I still think they need football at MSUB. You can vote at Jay Walker Sports and, uh, let us know your thoughts. But when we return, we are going to check in with the bull riding king, one of the kings of bull riding anyway. He's a four-time champ of the Ram Circuit Finals. Parker Bredding from Edgar set to join us. Also going to talk to Frank Koloski coming up tomorrow. Sean Gleason, CEO of the PBR, is set to join us as well. So uh, we have a, a lot of rodeo talk this week, but a lot of other talk too. So uh, there you go. Jason Walker show is presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. And the unparalleled customer service is what I'd like to talk about today. When I was in a vehicle accident last year, got T-boned, I thought my truck was totaled. Took the Capital Collision Center, and within a couple of days, they had taken pictures. They had contacted both insurance companies. They had done all the legwork. I didn't have to do a thing. And in all the time it took to get my truck fixed from day one, I had text messages. I had emails. I had phone calls letting me know what was going on, what the next step was with my truck, and it worked perfect. And when I got it back, it was like it had just come off the lot. Capital Collision Center will take care of you. They are professional. They treat you like family. 
and there's nobody better. Capital Collision Center, proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Parker Bredding, set to join us next. Hang on. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, on a Tuesday. Presented by Capital Collision Center. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. PBR CEO Sean Gleason will join us tomorrow. Scheduled, anyway. Uh, Frank Koloski will join us from Rodeo, Alaska, here in about uh, 25 minutes. And uh, on this day in history, one of the dudes headed up to Rodeo, Alaska, a big, big bull riding event, is uh, none other than, I think he's ranked eighth in the uh, in the nation right now, but his name is Parker Bredding. He is a great friend of the show, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh Glad to be home for a couple of days, but also glad to be headed where I'm headed. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second, but... Uh, where um how was texas for you did you go down there yeah yeah uh i was down down for about a month uh through april and part of may and i uh i had a lot of had a lot of success down there won a lot of money but still was kind of dropping in the standing somehow well that's not good you gotta win more yeah that's, uh, apparently <laughs> i gotta do more more than i'm doing uh but uh i've been drawing good bulls and staying on them, so there's not a whole lot more than I can do. 
It helps, too, that you're healthy. And uh, you and I talked, I think it was last year, but uh, you've been healthy for the first time in a long time. And uh, that, like I said, that definitely helps ride some bulls. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Uh, I, I feel more like myself uh, before my knee injury a couple of years ago than, than I have in a long time and uh, definitely have a little bit more of that confidence back that comes with uh, being healthy and out on the road. Last week was a big bull riding down there in Texas, and uh, a lot of you guys um, competed. Um, it's a big one, and it was a memorial, so it means a lot more to uh, to 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 the guys on uh, on the circuit, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. And that uh, that bull riding down there, the George Paul Memorial, it's got so much history there. Uh, I that was, this was actually the first time I got to go. Um, it the first couple of years it didn't work out entry wise where I missed entry once and then uh got doubled up somewhere else one time so I got to finally go down there last weekend and uh it was pretty cool to take all that in didn't rode one bull buck off the other one didn't win anything but uh it was definitely worth the trip Parker Breding joining us here Jason Walker show you're also a four-timer you got six-timer in Sage Kimsey at the the NFR you're four-timer at the uh, Ram uh, circuit finals it's like you just ride different when you get down there. What is it about Kissimmee? You know, I've been I've been actually trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think mainly it's kind of the vacation atmosphere down there. Um, that's kind of how I've always treated it when I go down. You know, I'm I'm glad to be able to get on bulls for money down there, but uh, I really enjoy myself the whole time in that nice weather and being able to go go to the beach and all those things. I think that just kind of kind of relaxes me and takes the pressure off or something uh allows me to perform to top notch for some reason well at uh, whatever you do down there i mean keep it up obviously and uh of course you know it's not like you said you got the beach you got florida you can't you can't beat that a whole lot no definitely not and like (laughs) we after i won that we uh got to go fishing on the gulf uh down by arcadia down there and uh that was something I'd never been or gotten to do yet either. And, uh, so it was it was an amazing time. Even if I would have bucked off every single bull, I still would have still would have had fun. And I think with that attitude, it must just be the right recipe. So what did you fish for? Uh, well, I didn't really know what our options were going to be, but we actually were catching a bunch of rainbow trout. Uh, and then there was there was a couple other ones that uh, my buddy Hawk Witt caught that uh, I didn't even know what they were, the, the guy that took us knew, but mainly it was rainbow trout, which kind of surprised me. I didn't even know they were in salt water, I guess. Yeah, well, I didn't either. I figured you'd be uh, catching some, uh, like, you know, swordfish and who knows what, a sharks? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, and they said they could be out there. We saw <laughs> quite a few dolphins, and it was exciting, but uh, I still caught, caught the biggest trout I've ever caught, and nice. I've done a bunch of fishing up up north here well are you gonna okay so you're heading up to alaska this weekend um for rodeo alaska big prc bull riding i think 34 of the top 40 are all headed up to this thing it's a big big event and uh on saturday night up there just outside anchorage um but are you gonna do any fishing in alaska uh sadly no not this time around um I think just the way our flights worked out, we, we kind of are getting in and getting out. But uh, knowing what we know now about flight prices and, and 
where to go and everything. Uh, we're planning on hopefully going back maybe in the fall or maybe next spring or sometime uh, when they got good weather. Uh, I don't know too much about it, but um, at least go scope it out this weekend and hopefully hopefully go make time for that fishing up there. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, catch some salmon, right? Yeah. Uh, Parker Bredding joining us. All right. So, what decide or how do you decide to go to Alaska? I mean, did they contact you, or is this just pop up on the schedule and everybody's like, "Dude, we're heading to Alaska." Uh, that was about exactly what happened for us, and probably most of the guys. Uh, we kind of caught wind of this, you know, maybe two or three months ago that they were planning on having this, and um, I was kind of thinking, you know, it's got to be expensive to get up there or whatnot. And, Finally, me and Hawk decided, uh, well, no matter how much it is, we got to go experience that. So we entered it, had to enter it a couple, two or three weeks ago and got into it and then booked our flights right away. And I'll be darned if it wasn't only a couple hundred bucks out of Bozeman. So, um, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty cool deal. I've never, never been that far north. Me, me either. Um It'd be pretty cool. I'd like to go next year if they get this thing. In fact, we got the the organizer Frank Koloski coming on uh, uh, here a little bit later on today. But it's a cool deal, and it's um, this guy's been working his tail off. He's a, he's a one man show basically, as far as his rodeo committee and uh, to, for for the PRCA to get involved is pretty cool too. I think. Yeah, definitely, and uh, I hope that this is gonna maybe open doors for other places uh, that normally wouldn't be on the schedule to maybe start putting on some shows. Um, I'd really, really excited to be able to branch off like this, especially we got busy times coming up. It's going to be pretty cool to go see some different country. There's no uh, question about that. Parker Bredding, our guest here. Um, This is uh, when, when people think of bull riding, when people think of, um, rodeo. They don't think of Alaska. At least I don't until uh, I heard about this deal a couple weeks ago. I mean, uh, what uh, did you did you think about Alaska for rodeo? No, I never have. Uh, I maybe maybe I've heard of there being a rodeo there before. I, I'm not sure. It seems like maybe, but uh, yeah, I never never in a million years thought that we'd be having an extreme bulls event up there. And and everybody jokes when I tell them I'm headed to Alaska. Like, what what are you going to get on? Yaks or something? And, <laughs> no, <laughs> and and I don't know how far it is for uh, outlaw buckers to bring their bulls over there, but uh, they have a pen of outstanding bucking bulls, so it's going to be a, a really cool event. Rank outlaw as compared to some of the bulls we see at like the NFR or you know on the PBR tour. Well, uh, outlaw has quite a few PBR events up north, or they did. Uh, pre-COVID, I'm not sure where all that is uh, at now in Canada with with all that. But uh, I've been on a couple of theirs and I've seen them around quite a bit. Uh, they have a really good kind of bucking bulls, and they they have you know multiple bulls that could be at the NFR, and they always have at least one or two there. Um, I've never gotten to go be at a full-on bull riding that they've put on before, but I'm excited. Uh, I'd imagine it's going to be hard to find one you're disappointed in i'm sure and uh it's it's got to be like riding a moose right oh yeah definitely they, <laughs> they got some giant bulls up there and that those fit me uh, a little bit taller and 
Uh, they might scare some guys, mean, mean big bulls up there, but I, they feel good to me, and I always seem to get along with them. The the one bull I picked out in my mind that I did get on of there is actually one me the pro rodeo tour finale a few years ago in Washington. So I got along with him, and I'm excited to see what I got this time. Uh, there is another Montana connection, and that is Ruger Piva, who's who's been riding so well the last few years. He went to school at Western, but he actually rodeoed some high school stuff up in Alaska, I found out. Um, so that's kind of a cool deal, too. A couple of Montana boys headed up there. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know that. I'll have to ask him about that. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty good friends with Ruger, and, and he's riding outstanding. I'm hoping we can get him to, that, to the NFR this time. Let's get you there. Let's get Hawk there. Let's get Ruger there, and then uh, we'll have a whole lot of connections there. Yeah, it sounds good to me. And I'll, then Chase I'll, Doherty, I'll... too. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we could have a whole whole crew going. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Bunch of Montana connections all there, and and you can all take down Sage because that's everybody's goal, right? And Stetson yeah. now because he's so good. I know, I know. Now we we had Sage, and I've been fighting with him over the deal for a few years, and <laughs> then we had to add Stetson in there now too. So it's got our work cut out for us. Oh it man, can be done. I think. You know, it's great though to see all these young kids coming up. It's awesome. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it, it shows that the future of the sport's bright, and every year there's another kid that I hadn't met before that comes along and rides better than I do already. So uh, maybe that's what happens with age. I'm not sure, but uh, it's pretty pretty neat to see how that how it all works. Well, you're riding pretty well right now. I think, like I said, eighth right now in the world standings, and uh, not that you're keeping count of that just yet. But uh, when do you start looking at that? Going, all right, I can I can. I can skip out on a rodeo or two this summer if I'm here. Where where is that point? Uh well, right right around July is, is kind of where that starts happening for me. Uh, if I'm if I'm sitting pretty good up there, um, my my goal kind of starts becoming not to burn myself out, which is pretty easy to do actually with as many rodeos as there are nowadays. Uh, we guy kind of enters too many of them and before he knows that he's not doing good at any of them because he's wore out or beat up so um that's just something that you gotta professional wise you kind of have to evaluate um but for now i'm kind of entering everything i can and trying to improve on that eight uh like i say i've won quite a bit the last month and a half and still still kind of dropped a couple spots and then uh here about a week ago i moved up a couple so kind of jockeying a little bit well as long as you stay in that top 15 just stay in the top 10 and uh and we'll we'll just be uh i think we'll be in a good spot come uh, september and then into december yeah yeah that's definitely the plan and actually i'm hoping to move up to top five top three maybe even top two uh like i was a couple of years ago yep. try to get back where i left off anyway no doubt hey uh you're gonna be at the stampede in july Oh uh, yeah, I should be there. Um, haven't didn't get to go well, obviously last year and then year before that. So I'm hoping I'll be able to make it this time. Well, I look forward to uh, to seeing you in person again. Have fun up in Alaska. Um, find some good fishing spots and let me know, and we'll we'll head up there next year. Oh shoot, yeah, it sounds sounds like a plan to me. All right, thanks, Parker. Travel safe, my man. Yeah, thank you. That is Parker Brudding joining us here, Jason Walker Show. He is a fantastic, fantastic bull rider. Great guy. Love talking with him. 
And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's riding really, really well right now. And, uh, that'd be cool if he won up there in Alaska. Uh, it's a big event and it's, uh, gonna be fun. We'll talk to Frank Koloski about it coming up, but, uh, Parker's having a great, great year and, uh, just keep it going. Uh, so quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Frank Koloski about Rodeo Alaska. And uh, they got a big uh, couple of weeks or a couple of days up there for Memorial Day weekend. What are your plans for Memorial Day weekend? Let me know. And don't forget to vote on the Twitter poll at Jay Walker Sports. Uh, what should MSUB do? Add football? Not add football? Stay D2? Drop to the NAI frontier? Let me know. Get your votes in. You can uh, tweet and all of that. So uh, at Jay Walker Sports, email. Jason at jasonwalkershow.com and much, much more. Uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk with Frank Koloski, the CEO of Rodeo Alaska. Big, big events coming up there this weekend. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Or you can just go to jasonwalkershow.com and hear everything. At least when the audio works, which is not the case as it was last week. Uh, had some uh, great interviews that nobody got to hear because of uh, computer and technology, but we're all set now. And thankfully, one of the dudes that we talked with last week 
He's busy. He's super busy this week. But he was more than able or willing, I guess, to come back. And we just talked to Parker Bredding from Edgar, and who's heading up to the big bull riding this uh, week up at uh, up in uh, Palmer, Alaska, just outside Anchorage. But Frank Koloski, CEO of Rodeo Alaska, joining us. All right. Let's pretend last week never happened. I've never talked to you before. <laughs> How are you? I am doing great, Jason. Uh, I got one problem. Uh-oh. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well. I'm just kidding. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for having me again, brother. Hey, I uh, I appreciate you being able to, uh, to hop back on. Um, let's talk about Rodeo Alaska. You are... Yourself, you, me, myself, and I, you said, uh, rodeo committee. But Saturday night in Palmer, Alaska, huge, huge bull riding event coming up. And you've been working your tail off to make this happen. And it's we're just a few days away, my friend. That's right. It's so exciting. I, I'm, I'm telling you, first and foremost, it's the power of God and how he's able to just put a hand on not only the setting for this whole entire event, historical event, but how truly blessed I am to, uh, I'm living this dream right now. So full circle, it's right here and it's so surreal. And, uh, just the fact that you just had a conversation with, uh, Parker, uh, man, it just, it's, it's, it's like the icing on the cake, you know, and dessert hasn't even been served yet, <laughs> but, um, super excited about this. And, uh, it's, it's finally going to happen. It's never, ever happened here in Alaska where we've had a, a PRCA uh, sanctioned style event here, which obviously is the northernmost PRCA bull riding in America. It's all happening this weekend, and we can't wait. This community, this state has gone absolutely haywire. That's awesome that the whole state's behind it. It's not just the city of Anchorage or Palmer. I mean, it's the entire state which has gotten behind this, which I think is super awesome, and it just it it shows how how – a beloved rodeo is bull riding is, but also um, you guys just want to see some great competition and that's going to happen. That's exactly right. And you know, the great competition, but we're open, we're open for business and we welcome this. It's much needed anywhere you go in the country, you know, through, through all the hard times we've been challenged with here as of late, you know, in the past. And I don't want to talk like we have those problems now because it's behind us. We need to focus on moving forward, and uh, this is one staple event that is not only going to be, mem- you know, forever embedded in everyone's minds for years to come as being the first and being a part of it, but coming out of a challenging time like we have uh, and coming together as a community to embrace this, man, it's hard not to get all teared up on when I'm saying this because it's it's a matter of just going to a grocery store and the family coming up and saying thanks. It's wow. the best payment anybody could ever have. And it's, it's, it's just very, very true. It's very real. And uh, we're just super excited. And we're blessed. 34 of the top 40 bull riders in the country in the PRCA circuit are going to be there. That includes Sage Kimsey, uh, six-time winner of the uh, National Finals Rodeo. It includes Parker Bredding, who we talked with, who's won four circuit finals at the, the Ram Circuit Finals down there in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. From Florida to Alaska. I mean, how cool would that be if Parker, A, from Montana, but wins in April in Florida and then wins uh, the end of the month in uh, in Alaska? That's from one and end of the country to the other. Oh, it's it's so, how awesome. And that's my hometown, 
Kissimmee St. Cloud is where it all started for me. Oh. Uh, you know, um, coming up through the rodeo ranks, um, I myself used to ride and compete, you know, before I come up here to Alaska for a, a real job and then uh, just found myself in the perfect situation uh, at the right time to start producing rodeos. And, uh, I'm, you know, from that point on, but uh, another guy comes to mind is um, is uh, Sellers, Clayton Sellers. Mm-hmm. His, I rodeoed with his daddy. It's it's wow. just it goes the list goes on and on. And you know Ruger Piva, a huge huge favorite of mine. And uh, like I said, he's fallen short a little bit uh, for the past couple of years. But this whole entire state is one hundred percent behind him. And hopefully that's the one that's going to keep him in the top. I think he's sitting twelve right now on the anywhere in that. If you want to want any kind of money, you could bump up all the way to seventh. It looks like it's that tight. Wow. But uh, Ruger's won some championship rodeos up here uh, that I've had here in uh, the, a few years ago before he broke him, uh, broke out into PRCA. And uh, we're the, the list, as you said, of talent is just unremarkable. Not counting the bulls. Yeah, which we'll, we have outlaw buckers. Yeah. You know, it's, which we'll talk about in a second because I know uh, I just asked Parker about uh, the the Bulls, but going back to Ruger real quick is Frank Koloski joining us. Ruger rodeoed at Montana Western, which is about two hours south of us here in Dillon, um, Montana. But uh, so there's a connection as well. And then you got Hawk Witt coming up, and uh, great uh, you know Montana guy connection. I, and, and it's just it's so cool to see all those guys that are all flying up there for you know pretty relatively inexpensively according to Parker, but um, yeah. it's pretty cool that these guys are all coming up there and going to take a weekend to just do some rodeo and, 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 you know, coming off uh, the emotional weekend of last week with the George Paul, now they're going to wow. cut it loose and, and have some fun up in Alaska. Yes. Yes. And you know, you've mentioned emotional. I'm the emotional one out of all this right now. I'm, it's just so crazy. And you know, the, I, and that's exactly the, the, what we want for them to come up here and first and foremost have a grand old time. Because if they're up here and they're comfortable and they're having a good time, that's going to show out there in that arena. And uh, we're going to give them, our spectators, exactly what they wanted. And I think that's all going to flow all within itself. Um, exactly just that. And uh, we're, we're tickled. We're you, tickled. You talked about Outlaw Buckers uh, bringing up uh, uh, from Canada, and Parker said that these are these are pretty good. The, they put on a lot of PBR events pre-COVID up in the, in Canada, so these are really good bulls that are going to be there. And you talk yeah. about the athletes of the human variety, but these bull athletes that are coming up, are, uh, it's going to be a great Saturday night. Unbelievable. These bulls traveled so well, and uh, I think – you know, and I'm not no bull whisperer or what have you, but I guarantee you, if I was, they, they're thinking we're just as excited as the as the real con- as the contestants coming up to get on them because uh, they're wanting to go to work. You know, and uh, they exactly what you just said pre-COVID. You know, and then they're they've been shut down and uh, they've been looking for places to go, um, and I think they're 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 wanting to shine as well. Frank Koloski, our guest here, is the CEO of Rodeo Alaska, and uh, Saturday night's going to be fantastic, but you've got rodeos actually scheduled around it Friday and Sunday uh, there in Palmer, which is going to be pretty cool too. I do. I have a Ram Championship rodeo that takes place through, you know, primarily through our local, but we, we're open. It's an open rodeo uh, that will take place and kick this whole championship weekend off on Friday. 
and then uh, we'll roll the, the Extreme Bowls with a huge uh, concert right after with William Michael Morgan. And then on Sunday, we'll do a matinee uh, Ram Championship Rodeo again on uh, on Sunday there for that matinee and then follow it all up with a, a Kids Junior Rodeo on Monday. Nice. Um, and that's, then, the part that really, that's the part that really gets me is that, you know, when I started these rodeos back in 2010, we had maybe 20, 25 kids, you know, wanting to participate in this junior rodeo, and we're well over 200. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice job. Congratulations uh, on that. Thank that is so super much. cool. Um, Palmer's got a lot of other stuff going on, too. I mean, if uh, people want to check out, uh, there's a lot of stuff in Alaska this weekend uh, in the Anchorage and Palmer and Kodiak area. Oh, they got Salmon Fest going on down there in Kodiak. That's just a quick little half-hour, 45-minute flight right there out of Anchorage. Uh, Anchorage is the main hub for the flights coming in and out of there. And Parker nailed it. It's they're, Alaska Airlines is very aggressive. You know, a lot of the airlines are very aggressive, getting people out and getting them moving around, especially as they're trying to stay on top of where everybody's starting to open back up or has opened back up or been open. Uh, so take advantage of that. Without any question, and I think, you know, from from that standpoint and uh, all the different festivities that are taking place locally, um, the captive audience is actually going to be right here um, at the fairgrounds. I have the whole setting here uh, from the carnival rides to the concerts to the vendors, you name it. It's going on here, and, of course, uh, the backdrop of the mountains that is that are here is just unbelievable. I'll send you a picture when I get off the phone, but this <laughs> I look this forward is just to it. Unbelievable. Frank Kolaski, I guess you're Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Uh, so, what's the temperature supposed to be like this weekend? We had snow on the ground this past weekend, like two days ago. It snowed all weekend here in Helena. <laughs> Y'all need to come north. <laughs> How crazy is that? <laughs> well, exactly. I, you know, we went through this very same thing with Texas and San Antonio. I was like, well, that's what you get, you know. For masking up or whatever, you know, we're up here. We're in the mid 40s, upper upper 40s, you know, and they're freezing, below freezing down there. Uh, but same thing, you know. Here is um, this weekend supposed to be in the mid 60s, but really it feels like in the upper 70s when you really, really take it all in. The numbers is only a number right. when it comes time for the temperature. Uh, and you know, the best part of all of this is sun don't go down. It's uh. I think it's setting around 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning now, but you still have light. But uh, that just gets, you know, that allows William Michael to play longer. Well, I was just going to say, and that, I mean, bull riders like to have some fun after they ride. So these guys are going to be sticking around having a good time on Saturday night. Yes. Um, and, and you know, bulls tend to buck a little bit better when it's not 95 degrees. They tend to buck a little better in the 60s and 70s. They I really truly believe that, and, and that is absolutely right. I think uh, from the standpoint of them boys getting rested up a little bit here, and you know, and everybody's all happy, and uh, you know, as far as the pens go, and the weather is supposed to be just right, you know, um, for going into this weekend, and uh, we just pray that everybody gets here safely, and uh, the bulls buck to the best of their abilities, and we get some guys that can ride. And one lucky son of a gun is going to have their chance to uh, ride for the gold for that Bering Sea Gold. Uh, That's right. Generously donated by Mr. Gold himself from the hit TV show on the Discovery Channel. The uh, Bering Sea Gold donated five ounces of gold. And that's like $10,000, if I'm not mistaken, close to it. Wow. Bering. So and we have uh, 
Outlaw Buckers Moonlight Party that's uh, up for the challenge. And uh, whoever uh, wins the championship, uh, northernmost first annual, northernmost uh, extreme bulls event, will have the opportunity to ride for that extra 10 grand in gold. So if they win it, what? Okay, let's just say you won. What would you do with it? Would you make, do you put it in a buckle? Do you just put it in a safe deposit you know, box? First, you know, I, all, all joking aside, first of all, when I first got the gold from Mr. Gold himself, was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh. He pours it out in a mason jar, which this guy spends five, six hours at a time under the water in the middle of December – uh, up in Nome, which is way further north than Fairbanks and what have you, in that freezing cold water, and he comes up, he he works his tail off for every bit to get, for him to generously donate that to us the way he has, and then how I went and got it, and visited with him and talked about things in the show straight up down to earth, he's, he's my best friend, not because of the gold, but he's just one of those kind of guys that, he's a man's man, he's a good hard-working guy and he's not he's very humble about everything and uh it's just um it's unbelievable what if 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 the guy gets bucked off i have i have i have decisions to make but my heart is telling me that uh hopefully we're going to add to that and we're going to add to everything from this to keep this streak going to uh put keep alaska on the map as a tour stop um and you know what all paths come through uh, Palmer, Alaska, to get to Pendleton. Ooh, that's good. Uh, you had another saying. Uh, you, you dreamt it one night, wrote it down. What is it, the final last? Uh, it's ain't no fear there. in the last frontier. Ain't no fear in the last frontier. I like that. Um, hey, uh, next year you gotta you gotta keep me in mind. I want to put my name somewhere, the Jason Walker Show, somewhere in that arena, and be a sponsor of this thing next year. I appreciate you. You know what's even going to be better? When we do a live broadcast, when you're up here, we're going to feed that down there to all your listener audience, which I'm sure is huge. I love and that. as we're speaking, you're climbing the ranks right now, as I hope you are. And I think we set up a table and everything. We just go live with you. You know what? I have no problem with that. I would Perfect. I would love to come to Alaska. I've never been. Um, well, we do this. I'm flying you up here. We're do- I'm in. I'm in. We're, we're going to Perfect. stay in touch, my friend. This is uh, – it's the start of something beautiful. It is. It's beautiful here. <laughs> my casa, your casa, and then I come down there because I love me some big sky country. There you go. And we got to we talk. Oh, we got we got to go golfing too. So, yes, yeah, we'll pick your tea time anytime after midnight. I love to see, and that's just really cool to me. Like golfing at midnight is just <laughs> crazy. And you guys have done this. Not only have they play. Oh yeah, yeah. It's what Anchorage, where they play the twenty-four hour game, but uh, in baseball. Yep. Um, but you guys, right, you guys golf yep. all the time. Yeah, we golf. We tee time start at twelve a.m. and then we go all the way through into into the mornings and then end it around lunchtime. But we start at midnight. Yes, sir. Man, yeah, I'm coming up next year. We're, I'm gonna. I want to spend a week in Alaska and just hanging out with you because you're like the coolest dude that I've ever talked oh. with. Thank you, thank you so much. One of thing, I got old Dusty Tuckness and uh, Nathan Justice. We're, we we got tea times for Thursday. Awesome. So those, they're coming up to fight. That's awesome. They're coming up to fight, but you know they called me out to go out on the golf course. So Sweet. Um, I'm all in for bullfunting, Juzies. I hope you have everything done so that you can get out there do some golfing with those guys. 
<laughs> I do too. I really do. Really <laughs> I probably, I probably won't be able to, but it's, I'll get them set up with a tee time for sure. Though. I think you'll be out there at least for a, at least do nine, and you allow yeah, yourself yeah. that much. Yeah, I got to leave string them on a little bit. There you, you go. Know? Yeah. Hey, uh, appreciate you uh, joining us again, and uh, man, good luck this weekend. I can't wait to hear how it goes. I can't wait to see Parker Breading holding that gold. Um, he's my pick, man. He's Montana boy. Boy, he's hard one not to pick, I tell you. Right? He he's... is sticky, just like his daddy. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary. I love seeing it. I love watching, yep. seeing these kids. I know it shows my age. but uh, Mine too. You know, like I said before, yeah, it's just awesome to see these kids following dad's footsteps. Yep. You know, and it's not necessarily filling dad's shoes. It's making their own prints, and uh, he's done a great job with it. Absolutely. He's done a great job. Hey, uh, tell my friends hi up there when you uh, see them this weekend, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Have fun, and uh, just allow allow the best to happen. And, uh, man, I'm wishing the best for you guys um, all weekend long. Uh, the athletes, the Bulls, everybody. It's going to be a good time. And, of course, uh, you for putting all this on. So congratulations. Thank you so very much. Those words speak volumes and mean so much to me. And uh, I appreciate you having me on your show. as an honor. And we'll, uh, we'll chat soon, my friend. Look forward to it. All right. That is Frank Koloski joining us here, Jason Walker Show, CEO, Rodeo Alaska. Uh, man, it's going to be so much fun this weekend. I, I'd love to. Next year, how cool. We're going to make this happen. Next next year Memorial Day weekend we got to be in Alaska, all right. Let's let's get this done, um, man. So much fun. I love I love myself some bull riding, right. and so do you. Who doesn't? It's going to be a fun weekend up there for those guys. All right, uh, let's do. Uh, let's see. What did we get? Yeah. On this day in history, it is brought to you by Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear. Go see Sheila and the gang. 35-plus years of experience. They're located now on the corner of Henderson and Euclid. And uh, you can get one shirt printed. You can get a 1,000. You can get whatever you need. Go see Sheila at Big Sky Print, where we print what you wear. Today is uh, May the 25th. It is National Missing Children's Day. It is National Tap Dance Day, Brown Baggett Day, Towel Day, and National Wine Day. Not wine like the left, but wine like you drink. Uh, let's see, on this day in 1868, Australian, that has absolutely nothing to do with what I was going to talk about. All right, 1876, here we go. Shirley, the horse, wins the fourth Preakness. 1895, Belmar wins the 20th. 1899, at the Belmont, uh, Jean Barraud, the horse, would win the 33rd. 1900, retired London Firemaster, Air Massey Shaw, 70 years old. Now, this is disputed, but is reputedly becoming the oldest gold medalist in the Olympics history for sailing, age 70. It's disputed, I think, the age, but um, that's pretty cool. 1904, the 38th Belmont Delhi would win the horse. Uh, 1935, this is, I mean, how good was Jesse Owens? Jesse Owens probably could have got on a bowl and ridden it. Jesse Owens on this day, 1935, at a Big Ten track meet, equals or breaks four world records in a span of 45 minutes. 
It's remembered as the greatest 45 minutes ever in sport. Pretty cool. Uh, also in 1935, Babe Ruth would hit the last three home runs of his career. 1941, Ted Williams gets his batting average above 400 for the first time that year. He would end at 406 and still not win the Triple Crown. Why? Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak happened the same year. 1951, or not the Triple Crown, the MVP award. 1951, Willie Mays' first Major League game. He goes 0 for 5. We have Willie Mays' autograph pitcher hanging right there. That is Willie Mays' pitcher and autograph. He got a hit on that hit right there, (laughs) but uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Let's see what else happened on this date. 1978, Boston Garden, a three-peat for the Montreal Canadiens in the Stanley Cup. 81, Carl Yastrzemski, at the age of 41, becomes the fourth player to play in 3,000 Major League Baseball games. Ty Cobb, Stan Musial, Hank Aaron. Uh, 1989, Stanley Cup Final, Calgary Flames beat the Montreal Canadiens, first title for the Flames. 1991, Pittsburgh Penguins win their first title in the Stanley Cup. Now, yeah, happy birthday, 1898. Gene Tunney was born, the American uh, boxer, and was the heavyweight champ from 1926 to 1930. Casey Jones, born on this date in 1932, passed away last year, but he was the uh, Hall of Famer, won Olympic gold in 1956, uh, championships in the NBA from 59 to 66 with the Celtics, and coached the Celtics to championships in 84 and 86. Kendall Coyne Schofield was born on this date in 1992. She was part of the Olympic gold for the U.S. in 2018. Uh, Allie Raisman, born on this date in 1984, the two, or 1994 rather, two-time Olympic medalist, part of the Fierce Five and the Final Five. And uh, she was born on this date, 1994. Uh, Jesse Coulter. Waylon Jennings' wife was born on this date in 1943. I'm Not Lisa was the her famous song. Remember that? Um, and in 2008 on this date, J.R. Simplot passed away. He was an American potato farmer. But huge Simplot Games, Simplot Stadium, Caldwell. And uh, so there's the uh, connection to sports. So pretty cool stuff there. Uh, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, man. Frank Koloski just sent a picture of uh, the, uh, the, the bull tra- uh, the, the trail, the trailers that carried the outlaw bucking bulls up to uh, Rodeo, Alaska, with the the mountains in the background. And that is awesome. We'll try to put it up online tomorrow or something. That was pretty cool. Um, Appreciate him joining us, Uh, Frank Koloski. That was fun. Rodeo, Alaska. And you've got 34 of the top 40 bull riders in the country, PRCA, headed up to uh, Alaska this weekend for a big extreme bulls competition, which is awesome. And it's going to be fun. Good luck to everybody. Safe travels to everybody. That includes Parker Bredding, who also joined us today. That was fun. Um, we'll talk to Sean Gleason tomorrow. 
CEO of the PBR. He is scheduled to join us right at the top of the show. Uh, we talked about this last week, but there's a big deal in California, especially in L.A. They're trying to get anything rodeo banned in uh, in L.A. County, which would then affect literally everything um, rodeo-wise around L.A., and then other cities would get involved and it would just not be good for rodeo. So we'll talk to Sean Gleason about that. Uh, the PBR has teamed up with the BRCA and, and multiple others to uh, to make sure that doesn't happen. So we'll talk to, uh, to Mr. Gleason hopefully tomorrow. Uh, I did see this. Okay, so we talk a lot about rodeo stars, and especially bull riders and bronc riders, how tough they are, right? And hockey players, same thing. Bryce Harper the Philadelphia Phillies, has been placed on the 10-day injured list. He has a forearm bruise. A bruise on his arm, and he can't play baseball. What? Look, I played baseball. I know it's physically demanding. It's not like riding a ball. It's not even like riding a barrel horse. And it, it's like LeBron the other day got poked in the eye and was down for like 80 seconds or something, a minute and a half. You had a dude from the New York Mets last week get drilled in the face with a fastball. And <laughs> he was on the ground for like 30 seconds. So, come on, dude. Like, you have a bruise... On your arm. I think LeBron missed a game or like a week earlier this year with a bruise on his leg. Like, dude, you're a world-class athlete. What the hell's wrong with you? You can't you can't play? Come on. Oh, I digress. We had fun today. I don't want to ruin it. Don't forget to vote at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Should MSU be at football and or drop down to the NAI and join the Frontier? You can vote uh, till tomorrow. Again, thanks to Parker Bredding. Thanks to Frank Koloski for joining us tomorrow. Sean Gleason scheduled to join us. Get you set for some uh, state tournaments as well. Tennis, track, softball this weekend in the state. It's Memorial Day weekend. What are your plans? We'll discuss tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Join us. Go to jasonwalkershow.com if you missed anything. Can't wait. See you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.